and welcome to Piece of Me, the podcast by Zalando. I'm Janine Matos, your host and senior portfolio manager for partner services here at Zalando. In each episode, I welcome an inspirational expert from Zalando to take a deep dive into the fashion and tech retail industry and also share lots of practical tips and trends to help you on your own career and work journey. By the way, if you're interested in careers at Zalando, click the link to our job page in the show notes. On the show, each guest brings in three items as they reveal their motivation, stories, and what they've learned along the way. A piece that is close to their heart, one from their career, and one from their time at Zalando. Today I have Elke Enrique, QA Specialist at Lounge by Zalando, and Kerstin Schatner, Senior Lead Employer Branding and Early Careers. And they are members of the Employer Resource Group, which is an ERG dedicated to neurodiversity. Hi, Elke. Hi, Kerstin. Welcome to today's episode. Hello. Hi. I'm really glad that you both agreed to be part of this episode and to discuss the ERG focus on neurodiversity, which is a very broad topic and a very sensitive topic. Um, and I'm very glad that we at Zalando have a group which focus on supporting people who are neurodiverse. Mm -hmm. Before we dig in to all of that, you both brought three items. What are the three items you brought? Yes, I brought uh, as a personal or something personal from my private life, I bought an art piece. My second piece is a book. <laughs> I will reveal later what it is about. And uh, my third item is a classic notebook. Books, books, books. So my three pieces, there is a uh, reusable pink coffee cup. There is in front of me a string of letters, whatever that means. <laughs> And uh, on my hand, there is a ring. But it's not on the ring finger, but it's on a small finger. I'm really looking forward to what the stories are behind and why you actually chose those three, each of you, pieces. But before... So, Elke, you are QA specialist at Lounge by Zalando. We had before people from Lounge here, actually. It would be really nice to just have some little hints what actually your job is about. Uh, I started basically as a copywriter. I'm uh, at the Content Dach team, creating meaningful, valuable content for our customers. What I also do within my team is that I take care of the DNI initiatives. Good to know. Thank you. <laughs> and casting you as the senior lead of employee branding early careers, I can maybe already give a little call <laughs> out that <laughs> you, your team, are actually the ones also behind this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you do more than just approving the podcast. Exactly. So initially, my journey started six years ago at Zalando. And I started off in talent acquisition slash sourcing. And since last year, um, October, so it's been a year now, actually, I'm with the employer branding team. Our job is to make sure that every talent out there knows that we are a great employer and that we have uh, many cool, creative, intriguing vacancies waiting for you to join. And then exactly early careers, we are building relationships with different universities. We are building different programs for talents to be able to start uh, their career at Zalando. Wow, three Germans talking in English podcast. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> This episode, we actually want to talk about the ERG you both are members of to make sure that people who are neurodiverse are seen and also have a safe place to work. 
which of course does not mean that you identify as neurodiverse. This is up to you on how you identify and if you want to share it with this platform, of course. We're just going to talk about the ERG and which focus it has. It would be really great if we could start with what does neurotypical mean and what does neurodivergent mean? Um, so basically these terms describe neurological differences in our brains, already showing that no brain works the same, uh, which brings us to neurodiversity. But yeah, neurotypical basically means uh, their brains function on a typical level, what is considered a norm, basically, and uh, neurodivergent people's brains differ from that norm in various ways. Um, so it's also a spectrum. What does it really mean for a huge um, organization like Zalando to actually have an ERG focusing on neurodiversity? Um, I would say that's basically having an ERG here uh, that focuses on neurodivergence or neurodiversity makes the company focus on the fulfillment of all potentials of all of their employees. It's basically checking in with your own bias, acknowledging that we cannot judge what we don't know or have no connections with. So we are fostering those connections through ERGs uh, because true richness gives a company a almost panoramic 360 degrees view on their employees, but also on realities. Uh, and when we talk about neurodiversity, both sides are incredibly important. There's enormous potential in having the neurotypical view and a neurodiverse view on things. And so for a company specifically here, like for Zalando, um, we have to be authentic. And how can you be authentic when you don't know all of it um, and when you don't include all of the voices? And uh, this is the way we can reach this through open discussions, to just creating a dialogue around it. Yeah, absolutely. To second Elke, I would also say it's You know, it's a diversity you cannot see. We cannot look in each other's brains, right? And to actually, like for a company to acknowledge, hey, there is a different level of diversity. On the one hand, like really taking care of the people that work there and appreciate every single talent. And I think that's a conversation Elke and I also sometimes have, right? Like neurotypical and neurodivergent, actually it's, it works like puzzle pieces. So everybody has a different skill set. And once you get them together, it builds the whole puzzle, right? And it just makes sense then and patterns are completed. From a leadership perspective, wearing my leadership hat, I did have cases where I thought, mm, there's this one person maybe in the team, they, they struggle with communication or they don't like to join some of the team events or they need, I don't know, noise cancelling because they're overloaded with emotions. And unless you really understand that there might be a certain condition You just think, oh, they're just trying to not fit in. But unless you then understand, oh, no, it's actually the way their brain is functioning. And you're like, okay, I don't evaluate them on the standard evaluation process or the standard growth process that you have for a wider scale. And then all of a sudden, everything makes sense. And this person still strives and is a true talent and brings so much to the team just in a different way but you integrated them. And this is so this is so rewarding. This is also a little bit how I came into the ERG. So back then I had a team member and her son was diagnosed. At first, okay, it was like a, a hard diagnosis, but it actually triggered for her even to open the ERG in the first place. 
because she understood, okay, this is my son. Eventually he might struggle to get into the regular neurotypical working world. So let me start from scratch to actually fight this. And from this onwards, yeah, it went even bigger and bigger and more people joined and we saw there's a massive need. And this inspired me even more to say, we need to create awareness. People need to know that it's not a handicap. We just need to deal with it in a different way, right? I think communication is the key above everything. We just need to speak about it and we need to remove the stigma. Within the EOG, we had those success moments where people joined and then through the community communication, they actually understood, ah, oh, I'm not alone anymore. It's not only me. There's other people that feel the same way. I just wanted to agree fully <laughs> with what Kerstin said. But there are different, of course, diagnoses you can have for them. You already mentioned Kerstin Asperger. And there's, of course, different ways of to be on a spectrum. Then there's ADHD. Can you mention, just as an example, so people kind of know what neurodiversity, of course, means, what would be maybe included? Dyslexia, for example, uh, is also part of it. Dyscalculia, dyspraxia, um, exactly ADHD, um, Tourette syndrome also falls under the spectrum. So there's different, different traits. So... Each of you brought three pieces, and the first one is the one that is close to your heart or something personal. Kassin, let's start with you with the ring you have, but not on the ring finger. Not as the ring, but a ring. Exactly. special to you. <laughs> so I have two little sisters. We are all eight years apart, my God. So the youngest one is now 22. And basically, I left home very, like the minute I turned 18, I'm like, I need to go out in the world immediately. I come from a very little village in Upper Austria. So if you include goats and cows, it's like 3,000 people there. That's why it was very clear for me. I need to get out and I need to see the world. I left first to Munich, not that far away, but 200 kilometers back then. It was a big step, right? And then it was fairly clear. I need to go even further. So I actually lived for a little bit more than seven years in the Middle East. So basically traveled all around the, the world. But to stay connected with my sisters that we love each other a lot. We actually got a ring made for our little finger with uh, our initials and our seals. Um, and basically, I never take it off since I'm 18 and it will always yeah, connect us. So wherever I am in the world and I feel a little bit, oh, then I look at the ring and I'm connected with my two little sisters. And that's why it's very close to my heart, let's say. I really like the idea. I think that's a really nice idea. And it is a piece, just have it with you. It's a really nice memory to always have with you or to just know you, you if you look at it then it, it reminds you of, of family and people who are just close to your heart and Elka tell me about your personal piece please my personal piece is an art piece by me um, well I'm also a freelance artist I've been doing this forever basically I love creating um, and it's it's like meditative for me when I can be creative, I feel very, very happy if I can't. I'm very sad. So it's a crucial part of my life. And uh, the piece that I brought is a very small canvas. Is it twins. painted? Is it watercolor? Is it? It's painted uh, in an experimental way, meaning that I use the technique of self-organization. That means that you use different types of colors and you mix them with chemicals and they start working with each other or not 
which makes them meander and form very organic structures. Everyone can try this out at home too, <laughs> if they want to. Yeah, you have a very unique piece afterwards that you cannot recreate. And basically through this piece, I got through the ERG or got the connection to the ERG because uh, let's say, I think it's two years ago. It was 2020, in fact, Elke. We all remember back this crazy year that the world seemed to stand still. So if for neurotypical people, it was already heavy, right? But then for neurodivergent people, many are uh, used to a certain routine or whatnot. It was even heavier on them, right? And so we ask all of the artists at Zalando to produce an art piece. Um, so we selected basically three quotes from uh, books written by neurodivergent authors. And people produced an art piece based on those quotes. Um, and then we did an exhibition. And at that time, uh, somebody called Elke Hen Henrike submitted the art piece. And this is how we met three years ago. Do you still do that exhibition? Is that something that's still ongoing? Actually, yes. If I may present my second piece, I could make a connection here. Yeah. So my second piece. That is your community piece. So the one that is for the year, like ERG. I'm not sure if you can hear this. Pearls. Uh, <laughs> you wish, Janine, you <laughs> wish. Um, it's actually a string of letters. I borrowed it from one of the artists this year because we've done the exhibition this year again. And this piece is a string of random letters. So we exhibited it and people went very close to look at it and find a word, right? People looked at it and they're like, in any language, you cannot find any word. And the piece was called, What Did I Just Say? And basically the artist is dyslexic and explained us that every time somebody speaks to them, uh, this is what they see. It's just a random string of letters and they just need time to sort those letters to make words and build words out of it. But what touched me even more is that <laughs> this person is actually a social media manager at Zalando. So a dyslexic person every day as part of their job needs to do social media posts. And I don't know, I find this so inspirational, like how you can overcome and with the right support, you can do anything. So I really like that example that you in the end really can be whatever you want with the right support, the dedication and the right tools. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. Elke, you brought a book. What is the title of your book and why did you bring that book, please? The title of the book is called Neurodiversity at Work by Theo Smith and Amanda Kirby. And Theo Smith has been supporting us um, specifically now with our second art exhibition. And that was a prize. And in the first round, uh, that was my prize for taking part in the art contest that we did. Of my knowledge, I think this is the only so concise, decisive book available on neurodiversity at work because it really looks at all the facets. It's um, extremely helpful. Yeah, it's a huge book. Uh, I can really recommend and it goes through all of the what is neurodiversity and then ends basically with how we can drive innovation, performance and productivity for neurodiverse workforce, but also for everyone, because everyone will profit from that. And yes, I brought this book because, yeah, it reminds me uh, of this wonderful 
exhibition that we just did. And you won, actually, huh? Just to yeah, that's why. Yeah. I got, that, that was the prize. That's why. Your second piece is a prize for your first piece. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about the notebook you brought. I bought a very regular, schmegular-looking notebook. But it's not my first one. I'm also approaching five years at Zalando. And I use it for projects and uh, for all kinds of knowledge that I want to keep uh, track on. And yes, of course, the Neurodiversity ERG. This book is basically already full and ready uh, to be archived almost and then the next one will come do you also do you keep the books um or do you toss them away or do you just keep specific pages i hoard <laughs> oh, okay. it's basically a little bit like a diary almost yeah i need to keep this these physical forms <laughs> i could also digitalize everything but i yeah i want i feel you i feel you i'm i do too <laughs> Nice. Thank you for sharing. And then we have Kerstin with her coffee cup made out of bamboos. So this is actually from my from my very first team. That was a gift for, for my birthday. And it always still makes me giggle. Yeah, because it's pink and it says uh, glitter and unicorns. And there's also this very cheesy unicorn on top. But then it was like, ah, it resembles your character. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> Excuse me, I'm a pink fluffy unicorn. Um, so today, whenever I go and uh, get coffee somewhere, then I always take it with me. And then every barista always have to laugh that I'm like, mm, I'm a grown up person with a pink unicorn cup, you know. Thank you both so much for being part of this podcast. We are already out of time, actually. But before we leave, maybe you just want to finish up with some tips Good words for everyone listening. I would just say what I think is important, not only in working life, but in general life and uh, in relationships, people, uh, friendships, is that you are honest with each other and you're honest with yourself. My tip or advice would be um, to stay authentic. You have much more to lose if you're hiding stuff and where you're not fully uh, open and honest, uh, talking about your problems, creating a dialogue whenever you feel the need is life-changing. So wearing the leadership hat, all the leaders that are listening, just be open and just be aware that there's diversity you cannot see. Uh, be sensitive and just listen when people tell you and just at any given point always assume they tell you honestly what they feel and find ways to really also create equity for, for all of the, the HR leads out there that are listening. It's absolutely worth to invest in neurodiversity because there's a massive untouched pool of talents that can be developed uh, or can be hired into various technical, problem-solving, creative, artistic roles. So like both sides can benefit and it's a win-win situation for everyone. Thank you both of you for sharing um, your insights on the URG and of course the pieces and for being my guest today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Danke, tschüss. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. If you'd like to know more about careers at Zalando, go to jobs.zalando.de. 
you'll find that link in the show notes. Or check out our Instagram page, Insights Orlando, and leave a comment about the episode you just listened to. Our next episode is coming in two weeks, and I'll be talking to another guest from Zalando about life inside the fashion and tech retail industry. And of course, there are three pieces of me.